Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I'm your host, Christian, the unbiased king, Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the myth, the legend, the tank top sage. It's Joshua Gangsta Time Cole. Well, it's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. You're muted. I told myself, oh man, that's that's two weeks in a row for sure. Um, I'm gonna start marking this down. <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay. Anyway, so that's two. What's good, everybody? What up, Chris? Um, <laughs> oh my God. Lord, everyone, listen. How does it keep happening? <laughs> uh, well, that is uh, that is my co-host. Uh, also joining us is uh, the disembodied head of my producer. It is Edge Lord Big News Brian. you big news. What's up, nerds? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, man. Uh, we're a little late this week, but, you know, better late than never. Uh, we have monthly episode today. Yay! Uh, Jump has been off this week, so, you know, we're diving into our monthly chapters on top of Chainsaw Man, of course. Uh, you know, Boruto, Dragon Ball Super, and uh, the World Trigger. So very excited for this show. We got a lot of cool stuff to talk about. Uh, so let's not waste any time. You can find me at... The Chris Espinel on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram. Also where I frequent the most. And um, on Twitter, that's at New Jump City Josh. You can uh, give me a follow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brian? You can find me at B.ESP on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you ever want to catch me when I'm streaming, you can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Ooh, yeah, you can follow the show. I can't wait. For what? For Brian to be For streaming? Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I never know when that is. So your guess is as good as mine. Um, you can Nobody fo- knows. <laughs> follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube for the really good chapter of the week poll because it's there. It used to be on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, but you can check it out there. Uh, if you have any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Also, uh, we're doing questions today. So, you know, if you guys want to be part of that every now and then when we have the time and the energy, uh, this, that would be a good way to do it. Email us or comment on the YouTube uh, videos that you guys watch, whether it's the highlight breakouts of the show or the full version of the podcast. Uh, that comes out subscribe while you're at it uh subscribe to the show that would be super cool and very helpful uh we do the poll as well so you know if you subscribe you'll never miss the poll it goes up usually uh when the weekly chapters go up i didn't do it for this one but i should start doing a monthly poll to be honest uh i don't know why i have it at this point but starting next next month i guess uh there'll be a monthly chapter of the week oh really good chapter of the month poll uh, you guys can vote for your favorite on there as well as the weekly ones uh, that go up between Saturday, Sunday or Saturday, uh, Monday before we uh, record. Uh, subscribe, like, share the podcast on YouTube. That would be super cool. Uh, if you like the show, if you like audio podcasts, 
Uh, we're on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, if that's what you prefer. Uh, leave us a five-star review on those, what else uh, And with that being said, I think that's all of the plugs for now. Let's uh, get into the show. Boruto! Uh, this is Boruto, chapter 77, Time Drawing Near. Um, last we left off, uh, we've been dealing with this whole Ada situation. Uh, Ada has defected over to the side of Kanoha, and they basically had her on lockdown with the only two people not really affected by uh, her her charm abilities that make everybody fall in love with her, which is Kawaki and Boruto, mostly because they have um, the Otsutsuki within them and those powers don't affect Otsutsuki members. Uh, but we are now recently learning that, uh, that uh, Sarada and uh, the science girl uh, are not very, uh, are not affected by it either, but they are acting like they are so that they can gain uh, Sarada, uh, Ada's trust and, you know, she, she just doesn't know that there's people that she can't affect, even if they're not Otsusuki. So that's pretty cool. She uh, should be able to see that, but whatever. Yeah. Boruto's also been having some weird visions related to Momoshiki. Uh, and it seems that Kawaki is peeking, peeping that something's, something's a little off about Boruto. And uh, he just gets up and demands that Momoshiki show himself uh, to just a regular Boruto, and that's where we start off now, where Boruto's like, the fuck you talking about? <laughs> uh, Momoshiki's not here. Fucking relax. He's just in my mind. Yeah, what are you talking about? And Kawaki just grabs him and is like, I ain't asking you. You can hear me, right, Osasuki bastard? Osasuki. And, and uh, at that point, that's when Sarada and Science Girl come out and are just kind of are seeing the situation unfold, and they're like, Kaoki, what's going on? And she's remembering that time where uh, he, brought, he brought up the time that he killed Boruto when he was in the Momoshiki form. Um, and, yeah, they're basically just trying to talk some sense into uh, Kawaki, who's uh, wiling out a little bit. Um, and Kawaki's just like, shut up, you bystanders, shut up and listen. He's really he's getting spicy. Um, right. You bystanders. Yeah. Um so yeah, he's he's basically telling him to like the yeah, Momoshiki's up to something. I just have a gut feeling about it. And um Shikamaru breaks in and he's like, You stop and recall Naruto's face when he saw that his son was dead. You know, you haven't forgotten, right? So calm down and really ponder on what it is you actually need to do. Uh and Kawaki just like tosses Boruto aside and, and he just like starts walking away. Uh he pretty much leaves the building. Um and Boruto is just trying to get him back inside. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? We have a mission. Um, but by the time he gets up to the roof, Kawaki's already gone. And uh, yeah, they're all basically conferring on to what to do now. Um, at that point, that's when Ada also leaves the room with Daemon in hand. And uh, she basically decides to leave. Uh, she takes the girls with them, with her. Um, and uh, at that point, Shikamaru's like, well, we can't stop her right now, so you know, just let her do what she wants. Um, we have to figure out what's going on with. The, just don't don't take your eyes off of Ada. That's your assignment. She can walk around, but just keep keep tabs on her. Um, and at the same time, we cut over to uh, where Code is hiding out with uh, his uh, faithful companion uh, Bug, and we see that he's he's been drinking because he's been surrounded by these 
creepy zombie things. <laughs> um, they, uh, Bug is just like, I can't be, I, I just can't get comfy around these creepy soldiers of yours. And it turns out Code has been busy making these weird claw mark monsters out of his weird belt. Oh, they all have the belts on them. No, these are the the monsters made out of the tentails. Oh. Remember? So they he don't have that. studded belts on them. Right. That's how he split them up. He split up the tentails by using his belt mm. to kind of split them up and make them become like individual beings. Oh, damn. That's cool. So that, that is the belt attached to him. I actually don't remember that, but thanks for uh, filling in the blanks, Bray. Those creatures had the belts on them. Look at the studs. Yeah, they got yeah. The that's how he that's how he created them. That's how he made them how they are. So they are stud monsters. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> Belty stud monsters. Fer- Ferragamo monsters. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, basically they're like, well, I have over a thousand at this point. Uh, but you know, and I'd love to attack Kanoha with, Kanoha with them, but. Eight is there, so there will be no element of surprise on that end. Um, and as he says, uh, Eight is already just telling Shikamaru about Code's weird uh, grime, uh, claw grime monsters, which is a pretty gross way to describe your monsters. Grime, um, yeah, is like grease. They're greasy belt monsters. Um, <laughs> he didn't like that very much, huh? Uh, so why does he look like Dracula now? Because he's Edge, dude. He's a cool belt vampire guy. Is he? Mm-hmm. This whole chapter is Edge. Yeah, he's got some nice clothes on him for being an android that was stowed away for so long. He's got like a little vest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, 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 the fluffy, the yeah. blouse. The blouse. Yeah, the, I don't know what those are called. I know there's a, there's probably a name for them. Grilled blouse. Uh, poofy, no poofy blouse thing. Um, it's very goofy. Yeah, so he looks like a who looks like a goofy sitting there. <laughs> a goofy. <laughs> he has a belt belt lock. A belt lock. Yeah, like locks. You know, oh, like yeah. dreadlocks. Yeah. No, that's how you keep it together with a full belt. Um. We know they're not belts, by the way, for anybody who's new and watching Boruto. They're belts, bro. <laughs> uh, Premium leather. We went through this already. Y'all just not on. We know what we're talking about. You mm-hmm. guys don't. Yeah. I mean. Plain and simple. Yeah. Uh, so basically, Ada is telling him that um, these 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 things are pieces of the ten tails, so they're not weak. You know, so you, you got to be prepared. These aren't just regular nameless fodder. Um, so at that point, Ada's just like, hey, it's so cute. And she's just trying on clothes while this is happening. Um, and meanwhile, Boruto's babysitting Daemon. Um, and at, uh, they're just like talking shit to each other. Uh, when Daemon just like suddenly stops and he springs into action he runs outside and he sees uh, Himawari. He uh, I'm gonna it's gonna take a little while to get used to her name, but Himawari. Is up yeah, she's out there and uh, he. For goes... some reason, she's just walking around by herself. <laughs> yeah, 
Hey, I mean, Naruto was literally an orphan when he was younger than her, just walking around the city by himself. So I, Fair I, enough. I, I assume they trust Himawari to, you know, do what she's got to do as a, she's not that young, right? She's, she's not that much younger than Boruto. I don't think she's like five years old. Yeah. She's probably, so maybe like, she's like eight. Yeah. Seven or eight. It's pretty young to be walking That's around. Still, the city yeah. Herself. I mean, you know, Ninja Times though, you know, I guess. <laughs> She'd probably beat all of us up. For sure. I mean, you know, she does. She knows the gentle fist. This little girl can make us cough up blood pretty easy. Does she know it? I don't know. I actually I don't know it. about that. Brian, do you know if uh, Himawari knows it? Um. So I know it happened in the anime, but okay. I don't think it happened in the manga. So I'm not sure if the anime, like, because the anime covers a lot of shit. Well, the anime came first. So I would imagine that, like, the anime is also technically canon. I don't know. So I guess it's possible that she knows. Mm. Well. Anyway. She, like, knocked Naruto the fuck out. Oh, yeah? One episode. Yeah. Well, that's cool. <laughs> anyway, Daemon approaches her. He's like, who are you? And Himawari is just confused, like, what? What? Um... At that point, uh, Boruto tries to like pull, like hold him back, and she's like, "Are you are you shopping right?" Boruto's like, "Are you shopping right now?" Himawari's he's like, "Yeah, you know, I'm just out here, you know, getting tea. You're on a mission, right?" And he's like, "Yeah." Anyway, I'm gonna pull this kid away from you, and uh, Daemon just like broke breaks free out of his out of his grip, and he tries to attack Himawari, but he suddenly stops in the middle, like, just like, you know, he pulls back his fist immediately. Uh, at that point, Boruto holds him back again, takes the moment of hesitation. He's like, yeah. why didn't you dodge it? This It should have been easy for the likes of you. And uh, Boruto's like, what are you talking about? My sister isn't even a shinobi or anything. She doesn't even know how to fight. Oh, well, I guess. Mm. I, I guess. Cap. There you go. <laughs> didn't he beat you up? Did she beat anime you up, Boruto? <laughs> yeah, I guess the anime is cap. No, so essentially, like... Boruto even mentions it when she gets angry, she gets stronger or some oh, shit. Oh, she's got a little Gohan situation in her. Female rage, you know? Yeah, there's something going on where when she activates her, so she goes sicko mode. But yeah, she could do, she has something, but she's not really trained. Mm. Okay. Um. But yeah, he's like, for real? Okay, I guess she does seem weak from up close, but then what was that intensity I felt from her just now? And Boruto's like, well, oh, yeah, Boruto even mentions that. He's like, well, she could get pretty scary when she snaps, so you really shouldn't mess. Wait, don't tell me you think Hima's. And he's like, no, <laughs> big bro won't ever. Oh, I think he's just saying that he thinks that Daemon thinks she's cute or something. Because he's like, big bro won't ever approve, you hear? Um, it's a cute little moment, I guess. Um, but anyway, we cut back over to, uh, Naruto's house where I guess he's getting ready to have dinner with Hinata. Um, and you know, Hinata's like, uh, I wish I'm, I'm happy we can eat together, but I wish Kawaki and Boruto can join us too. Um, how long is this going to last the cohabitation? And Naruto's like, oh, I'm not sure. Probably for a little while since they're all stubborn problem children. And Kawaki's standing right there. Uh, he's just like teleported in and he's, uh, at that point, Kawaki's like, sorry to be a pain. 
He sits down at the dinner table, and uh, in a longer scene, uh, I guess I'll summarize it just so I won't, I'm literally not reading it, but uh, he's basically explaining to Naruto how much he he really is grateful to him for saving his life and, you know, treating him like family, even though he was just a bastard who was just a vessel. Um, And all he can really think about is, like, how he would do anything to protect Naruto, but he realizes that they're not, like, he's not safe anymore. You know, as long as Boruto has Momoshiki in them, uh, Naruto isn't really safe. He's like, I really don't want you to die, so I'll destroy the Otsutsuki, every last one, using their powers to root them all out. Um, and Naruto's like, every last one? And every last, every last one? one? And, and Kawaki's like, yeah, every single one. I came here to follow proper procedure because I shouldn't be murdering your son without telling you, basically. <laughs> um, and Hinata's like, wait, wait, what are you trying to say right now? And uh, he turns over to Hinata. And he's like, you know what? My first thought when I found out Boruto was alive, that I'd failed to take him down. Uh, so, you know, he's like, I felt so much guilt. And, you know, it actually surprised me over having messed up. So this time I swear. And Hinata, Hinata smacks the shit out of him. Should have used the gentle fist while she was at it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, basically he's like, you're insane. No human being, no decent human being would think that way. Um, and he's like, I know it's a, it might seem that way to you. I mean, you're right. Only a crazy person would kill their brother. But I am thinking straight here. I already reached the conclusion that there's no other way to keep you guys safe, basically. And even if it means you'll hate me to death for it. And uh, at that point, Naruto's just like, I'm not going to let you just kill my son. And he's like, too bad. Space portal. And he sends uh, Hinata and Naruto away. Uh, and he says, once it's all done, you're welcome to kill me. And yeah, that's where the chapter ends. Wow. Um. That's a lot to talk about this chapter. Um, Josh, what did you think about uh, Boruto chapter 77? He is vengeance. (laughs) He is the knight. And I have to sneeze, so hold on. Yeah, to what? (laughs) Oh, yes, a sneeze. Insert sneezing noises here. (laughs) He's sneezing up a a storm. A a two. Achoo. I guess in the meantime, oh, I guess he's he's getting his shit together now. All right. <laughs> so okay. So this was, I feel like I was saying something before, but scratch that. Man, Kawaki is truly doing the absolute most. He... He loves Naruto as a dad so much that he's willing to make him so unhappy just to protect him. I feel like it would make more sense to me if he was just like, look, I fucked with you and all that, but I must kill the Otsutsuki. That's just my my goal. And his son's one of them. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. This is implying like he's about to go out to Boruto right now and say, you know what? Time to kill you. I'm just not even going to wait. I didn't like how you was talking to yourself in your head. 
my gut reaction told me you was talking to the <laughs> and um now you gotta die. He sounds unhinged and buck wild. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> I would say without he's unhinged and buck wild. For sure. Um aside from that, this is a cool chapter, I guess. Um it was funny seeing Ada just be like, you know what? I don't feel like sitting here anymore. This yeah. plan isn't gonna work anymore. I'm yeah. just gonna go outside and see how people feel about me. Yeah, do something. Yeah, she's gonna do some stuff. What you gonna do about it? Yeah. Oh nothing. Um, Hina smacked the shit out of Kawaki. <laughs> yeah. She didn't use gentle fish. She should have. Yeah. She should have severed all his chakra lines and been like, You're not going no fucking where. <laughs> You're not doing nothing. Listen, boy. I'll Wait, lock but Kawaki's shit doesn't really revolve around chakras, so I feel like that would be useless. Yeah, I don't know how effective the gentle fist would actually be against Otsusuki they use and chakra. Otsusuki adjacent. They use people. chakra. No, their whole thing is about countering and absorbing chakra. Yeah, but like if they if he if she can hit his nodes before he notices, he won't be able to move. It'll block his chakra. That's true. It'll... I guess like he still has chakra within him, right? Like he's he can... plus the Byakugan is a Ochisuki skill anyway, so That's it could probably true. affect him. Yeah. Pretty cool. But because Hanada's lame <laughs> via the author of the series, both of them. Yeah. Both the former and current. Yeah. We're not going to see that. So this is also him. Um, You know, I know. Um, I think there is an opportunity for Naruto and Hinata to work together to get out of wherever Kawaki sent them. That might be cool. I'm not mm-hmm. going for it. That might be dope. I want to see her fight. I want to see her punch somebody and use gentle fist and stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to see her eyes good veiny and use her Byakugan and tell Naruto, listen, they're over there. They're over there. <laughs> they're over there. I see them. I can see them 30 miles away. Well, what are we going to do? If he teleported them away, he probably teleported them to another dimension. Remember, they just do that. They just go to other dimensions and shit. I'm sure they'll find a way. It's I don't know so. how. There's no. I don't think there's a way. The only like thing that Sasuke could possibly get it. them out was a Renengon, and Sasuke doesn't have that anymore. So it can heal. <laughs> okay. I, mean, I, w- I guess that would be cool if it could. It can't. It can't, can't heal. Eyeballs can't heal. It no, cannot. they can't. Once it's gone, eyeballs it's gone. can't heal. I don't For know. sure. No, yeah. unless his unless his other eye evolves. No, this is like one of the weakest parts of your body is your eyes. Like if you damage your eyes, it's like it doesn't heal as easy. Why did you think Donzo had to like fucking yoink them all? Yeah. Why do you have to? Why do you think he had like eyes on his elbows or something? Because he uses the technique that forces them to be blind. He's like my these eyes are weak, so I have to have a lot of them. So if they die, these eyes get fucked up. I have like a bunch more on my. I don't know, my forearm, because that's how eyes work. If Donzo happened within the last two years, that'd be the answer to my question. Spoilers ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, were those were those all your thoughts? I guess so. Uh, Brian, how did you feel about your favorite series? So I wasn't expecting 
Kawaki's like I don't I don't know how to describe it. Like he like he's not really even a villain. Um I feel like his motives aren't even that crazy either if you're if we're really being honest. Um like Kawaki's that this kind of makes sense for his character considering everything that he's been through. And it's still pretty much in line with how his character would act too, so it's actually pretty decent character writing, honestly. And I just wasn't expecting things to go down this way. Um like I we knew that Kawaki would be quote unquote evil at some point, but I didn't know that he would be evil for the sake of Naruto or like an antagonist for the sake of Naruto. And um his immense respect for Naruto and like kind of shows that he he knows his weaknesses too. And this is again going down the path of Naruto's goodness is probably one of his biggest weaknesses as well as his strengths mm -hmm. because that's going to end up getting him killed and Kawaki knows that um considering that the enemy is within his son so he feels like he has to do the hard call and do what he needs to do to ensure Naruto's survival um which is probably going to end up backfiring, of course. Um, I feel like Naruto right now is in a pretty terrible position because, you know, Boruto, if Boruto lives, he dies. If Boruto dies, then uh, Naruto's probably still going to die anyway. <laughs> so it, it's a it's a really tough situation. So I, I'm really interested to see how um, they kind of navigate this whole thing. Yeah. Um, same yeah um i wanted to finish uh, a thought i had left over sorry brian but That's i weird. looked up the um the definition for edgelord online <laughs> like on google and one of the first um definitions that came up said um edgelord in it's a noun informal a person who affects a who aff a who affects with an a not an e a provocative or extreme persona, especially online, and then in 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 brackets, typically used of a man. And then they have an example. Edgelords act like contrarians in the hope that everyone will admire them as rebels. <laughs> Wait, so you're an edgelord? Oh no. man. That is a little edgelordy of you, Josh. You are you got a little edgelord in you. You are very contrarian. <laughs> well, I don't do it for the sake of people admiring me. <laughs> That's for sure. I just Yeah, but so you do it does get really mad. It does get really in, just a hater. It does get in your craw that people like stuff sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I'm not doing it for attention. <laughs> I just it genuinely perturbs me. Mm. That's fair. Mm. Hey, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that you're an edgelord, but you got some tendencies in you about it. There's parts of it. We're not going to do this right now. It exists now. within you like what we are, what we are karma. Do, what we are going to do is discuss this this child, Kawaki, and his edge streak. <laughs> he, he chose death immediately. Yeah. No other way. Like, let's wait around. To see, let's kill the other Ochisukis first. There are no other ones, right? No. Yeah, Naruto's the last one. Yeah. 
All right, I get where he's coming from, but he needs to relax. Though. <laughs> yeah, he does. He needs. To, he has to have more hope and creativity. He has to think outside the box. Like maybe, maybe we can get cool with the guy inside of Boruto's head. Maybe we can, you know, make it so that he doesn't want to destroy this world and turn it into a chocolate fruit. Yeah. Naruto's done it before with a giant demon fox. Yeah. Why can't Boruto? See? Well, the I know difference why, is... No, the difference is is that... Um, you said no. Otsutsuki and, and Tailed Beasts are different things. They're yeah. different. Like, Otsutsuki are conquerors. They Their whole objective is to become fucking... It's like a pyramid scheme for fucking gods, essentially. Like you start at the bottom and then you like you recruit at the bottom and then you go conquer worlds and then you just keep <laughs> recruiting people to your fucking Yeah, you just grab shit. other people to be part of the God pyramid <laughs> Yeah, scheme. exactly. You sign up three and friends just... and then they sign up three friends and then so on and so <laughs> forth. And so you're all selling insurance together. <laughs> and you, so let me get and you're the clear. ultimate insurance seller as a You God definitely God. agree <laughs> with Kawaki's methods. I don't agree with it. And um, you agree with his reason. Well, I understand it, and I think it's interesting that they're going about it this way. Do you empathize with Kawaki, the child? Not really either. Um, I think, I just think it makes sense because he was raised in a fucking tube. He was supposed to be possessed by a fucking otherworldly being. Um, those otherworldly beings have destroyed many fucking planets, including the one they're trying to destroy now, which is the one he's on. Isn't that crazy that that's so. Naruto now? <laughs> <laughs> like, if if you were in his shoes, considering everything that he went through, it makes sense that you know he would want those guys to be out of the picture. Yeah. Um, at whatever cost. Yeah, because it's not just Boruto's life that's at stake; it's the entire world. If Momoshiki right. comes back, yeah, I guess if you remove the emotionality of it, it is the obvious play. It's just like there's one main one left. He's sitting right there. If we just kill him, this will all be over forever. Now I know that's your that's your firstborn son, but <laughs> but get another one. Hey. You still have Himawari. Right. How young? Yeah, you know. yeah, your son's already a child soldier. He's going to die one way or another. Right. Which way to become? Yeah. And now I'm starting to wonder what um, Momoshiki's warning about his, about Boruto's eyes feeling, uh, taking away his life, something mm -hmm. like that. Um, eyes, I wonder yeah. what that really means because this could mean that Momoshiki isn't going to raise havoc. It's just the consequence of having Momoshiki within him caused all these series of events to happen and end up spiraling um, the ninja world into fucking madness just because he was there. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I think this man. Ah, fuck, dude. I love the way Boruto is set up right now, man. I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one, but I feel like the way that this series is being written right now, like, it sets up so much for the future and keeps you thinking and it keeps you, um, 
like whenever you read a chapter you're like oh what does this mean for the future of the series what does this mean for this what happens here like it just proposes a lot of interesting questions to the series like there's so much in the air that you can't help but feel invested in it at this moment um sure it's not a perfect series there's a lot of little um there's a lot of problems with it in some instances but the overarching plot is pretty interesting to me like i i just i just really like the way that it's being written right now i'm really interested to see what goes on next yeah uh yeah i agree with you brian i i'm very like up and down with boruto sometimes uh but you know when art when boruto gets his jets going when it's like really firing on all cylinders it's it is pretty good and and interesting um I, I love the little, like, foreshadowing with Himawari. I think, you know, I think they're implying that she's got a little Otsusuki in her herself um, in one way or another. Maybe she's more in tune to the Byakugan than Boruto is, and that's why, you know, Daemon is feeling something weird about him because all the Otsusuki, I guess, branch off from the Hyuga in a way. So I guess, like, that's where he f- would feel the most connection. And I wonder how he, how he would have reacted to Hinata um you know meeting her as the other Hyuga. um yeah that would have been interesting yeah hinata was actually if you guys watched the last um she was a big um yeah she was a big deal she was a big deal for for that movie and also otsuki were interested in her so there is something about the Hyuga clan that could be further discovered yeah well, they hail from the Ochizuki, so yeah. they descend directly from them. Yeah, I yeah, I really like this chapter a lot. Um, yeah, I I really like how it unfolded too. I think it makes sense for Kawaki's character. He's always been kind of like a more pragmatic guy, um, and you know he hasn't has spent a lot of time being an emotional person. So he's I think he's still able to put all those feelings aside for the greater good in this way. He he still considers Boruto a brother and he doesn't, it's not like he wants to do it. He just sees the best way out is to do this thing. And he's like, well, maybe we, we can't like take that risk anymore. These guys have fucked us up enough, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, and at this point, like Naruto's already almost lost to them like a handful of times. It's, mm-hmm. it's only a matter of time. And now he's weaker than ever without Kurama around. So, you know, Kawaki's not taking no chances. Um, but I am interested to see how it turns out. One thing I did want to posit is that I remember way back where he was talking about sending Boruto where he sent the seventh. And I think this is what he meant. Because uh, he's, he's physically sent Naruto away somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if this yeah, is... Yeah, but why would he send... Boruto, yeah, with I don't know. Moshiki this is... in him to the same place that I don't know. Percy's trying to protect this. I don't know. Uh, I guess I'm spitballing here, but I guess my whole thing is that like may, this may be the last time we see Naruto for a long time. Uh, yeah, this could yeah. be possible. Not there's not really anybody aside from maybe Boruto that could bring back Naruto in this, in this instance. Yeah, and that's a that's a big maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think there's a lot to think about in this chapter, and um, I'm I'm very excited to see where it goes. I, I am happy they are utilizing Himawari um, 
in one way or another because you know you don't want to waste a character and uh himawari could be a a pretty cool look into yeah another like branching storyline and i hope to god that she is a well-written female character (laughs) she might be i mean you know she might be just too young to be into boy stuff and so Kishimo will have more room for her to be an actual person. Just have her be like an absolute fucking badass. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna shoehorn like a romance a... between Diamond and her. It's not that I'm against that because I thought it was kind of cute. You know, I was like, oh, wouldn't that be cute if Diamond had a little crush on Himawari and protected her and stuff? That'd be cute. But there is a, I guess the limit is that like it can't be what these characters are all about. You know, there's nothing wrong with romance. It's just like so much of these female characters in Naruto are focused on like relationships with boys that it's, uh, it's detrimental, but there's nothing wrong with it in and of itself. If you know, there's like romances around, that's just part of life. It is, it is distracting if it's like all the, all there is to a character. Um, but yeah, that's all I got to say about that. I, I really like this chapter of Boruto. Uh, when Boruto's good, it's pretty damn good. So I'm excited to see what happens next. Um, any rebuttals? Anything else to mention before we move on? No. Uh, no. I hopes. Alrighty. Well, let's do it. Dragon Ball Super. This is Dragon Ball Super hey, Chapter. Arayburu. Yeah, appears. Uh, Dragon Ball Super Chapter 89. Uh... Okay, so last we left off, we are kind of in this prequel stage to the Dragon Ball Super Heroes movie. Um, we're getting a little bit of this weird slice of life action with Trunks and Goten as they moonlight as superheroes, uh, just like uh, Gohan did before them as uh, Saiyaman X1 and 2. Um, Trunks is trying to uh, get together with Mai, but she's like being distant and, you know, working with uh, Capsule Corp on their stuff um there they retrieved a disc that belonged to uh dr jero jr like the little um you know jero's like grandson or something that appears in the dragon ball superhero movie um and they're seeing that you know he 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 loads up the disc and you do see that like there's the blueprints for the cell max that will appear in the movie uh that is the major antagonist for the movie that's crazy. Yeah. And uh I guess that was cool. <laughs> um so this is the past. Yeah, we established that already though. Right. And um Pretty you know, cool. he, he's immediately kicked out. He gets a computer virus. Um and you know, they get um at that point Bulma comes in and interrupts him and uh mentions that Mai is going to school with him, uh, because they're all high school students now. Um mm-hmm. And they get also another new student on top of Mai, who is Beta, uh, who comes in. And there's an immediate, uh, I guess, uh, rivalry between him and Trunks, as we see that on the basketball court. uh, And they try to break each other's ankles, uh, you know, for Mai's affections, I guess. Um, Yeah, this literally becomes a fucking basketball manga. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. but yo, he plays him. He plays him something dirty. Like Trunks basically uses his super speed to try and block the net. 
but cheating beta, ass nigga. Beta does like a cool swerve. He does like a fake out, and then he goes ah, layup uh, into the basket and embarrasses Trunks on the court. Yeah, uh, embarrassed. So you know, uh, Trunks is tight, and we get a little flashback, a uh, little uh, close up to his eye, and we see that Beta might not be human exactly. Um, we get video of uh, Jero, uh, the Jero kid watching Trunks's basketball skills, um, and uh, he explains that like uh, this, uh, of course, Beta was sent by this guy, um, so you know they're in class together, and Trunks is being a thirst bucket, frankly, uh, just being like, "Hey, my." I know, I know, I lost to him on the basketball court, but that was just a fluke. <laughs> uh, so on a grassy field, you get fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, my notices something off about him, and he and Trunks takes a closer look and notices like the patch from the other like androids that they fought last chapter. Trunks is automatically freaked out because he's afraid of ghosts and stuff. Um, but Maya is like, no, he's he's actually kind of an android, uh, it seems, but a different type than eighteen. Um, mm. So, and Trunks makes sense of that because generally you can't feel energy from you can't sense energy from androids, so right. that would uh, that would honestly make sense. Um, so, Jero kid is like Beta. Do what it takes to find out if he has superpowers. And he just throws a wicked spiral over uh, to uh, to the back of Trunks's head. But Trunks uh, does a, a slick uh, tying of his shoes to drop uh, to dodge the football. Um, <laughs> it bounces around an absurd amount. Uh, I know <laughs> I know footballs are like bounce weird, but they're not like the same as like a bat. They wouldn't bounce this much, I think. Um, but it bounces over a bunch of times over Trunks's head to a fire extinguisher and uh, totally embarrasses Beta in front of everyone. Mm. Fucking clown. Um, but, you know, he's always trying to just like Beta's like going around all day trying to catch him in the act of using his powers. Um, and then Beta accidentally notices that Goten just literally picks up an entire car uh, to get his ball. He's like, what the fuck? Um, and um, Trunks is basically like, you can't fucking be doing that shit. <laughs> you can't be lifting full ass cars at school. Uh, so yeah, at that point, Beta's like, I found him. Yeah, he rips off his like his uniform, and you see that he's got like a cool superhero costume of his own. Uh, yeah, Goten calls his costume cringe. Uh, and that's fucked up. <laughs> Coringe. Coringe. Uh, Coringe. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Beta tries to attack Goten, but Goten, he's not just going to let himself get hit to protect his secret identity. He doesn't give a shit. He he was raised with Go- Goku, who was who made no efforts to hide who he was to anybody in the world. Uh, so he basically dodges all of uh, Beta's uh, attacks. Uh, until at some point, uh, Trunks comes in in his Saiyan Man uh, costume, and you know they they start fighting. They start doing the fighty fights. Uh, they fight on the football field. Uh, they fight 
pretty much everyone. And Jerome's like, yo, that's crazy. Say about X1 is so amazingly awesome and cool. Um, but yeah, he's like, we cannot lose this battle though. Do what you know what you must do, beta number one. And beta number one summons a giant, a, a, like a giant robot <laughs> and um, just shoots a missile over to uh, Trunks. Trunks grabs it, you know, fight, uh, redirects it, uh, and just basically beats up on Beta for a while. Uh, <laughs> Beta's robot accidentally falls over and knocks over Mai. Uh, the the Jiro co- uh, disc pull, like falls out of Mai's bag, uh, and he tries to grab Mai and be like, ah, I have you now. Uh, but at that point, uh, Trunks tries to go after him. He shoots rockets out of his ass. Uh, and it, it, it flies over go, uh, Trunks, but it, and over to the innocent bystanders. Uh, Trunks knocks them all away, but this gives uh, Beta One to the time to escape. Um, as the uh, the lower half of his body, he splits off from the lower half of his body that's still shooting rockets. Uh, Goten comes in, defeats the lower body, uh, and at that point, uh we see trunks use his new technique steam cleaner high pressure uh which i guess obliterates the entire robot leaving beta in his underwear completely uh he saves mai um and mai is like trunks but it's not he i guess you can't tell through the mask uh and he's like i'm off then and he flies away goten finishes off the robot i guess and uh, they did it. They do their their do their cool pose, um, and uh, they switch out of their costumes. Come back to the to the football field, and Trucks is like, "Hey, my, were some superheroes here? Oh man, I can't believe I missed them." And it's like a weird superhero scene where Mai can't tell that that was Trunks, even though she has no reference of anybody else that she knows having these abilities. Uh, so I guess she has a crush on Saiyan X One. Um, and, uh, the chapter ends with, um, beta one coming, uh, returning back and, uh, he'd be like, I've never seen this cool. I've never seen such awesome superhero costumes. Did you get their autographs? Uh, and he's like, no, I was fighting them. And he's like, oh, right. Yeah. Uh, they're no more than wicked villains. So, you know, they're going to, they're going to keep trying to get to the, to the disc and that's. Kind of where the chapter ends is that Gerard resolves to make cooler and stronger uh, androids to fight Trunks and Goten. Uh, <laughs> Which he loves, by the way. Yeah. Big fan. Big, huge fan. That It's a lot of complex feelings with uh, young Gerard. Uh But Josh, what did you think about Dragon Ball Super Chapter 89? Well, this seemed like a Saturday morning cartoon episode. Like, it... This is, I'm not trying to criticize it, you know? I thought the chapter was cool, thought it was cute, you know? I couldn't tell, I can't tell if this arc is still promotion for the movie that passed. I think it is a little bit. They're really trying to come to a point. Huh? I think it is at least a little bit. I mean, they showed Cell, and it's like, for those who didn't know about the movie and that's reading this, they're thinking, oh my God, is Cell about to come back for the next arc? You know, when, when we already know what time it is, he got smoked by, by a fucking orange piccolo. Mm-mm. 
<laughs> by an orange piccolo. Beast Gohan. But, you know, that's a story for another day, I guess. Sure. Orange Piccolo mattered. He did. He did. He really, really mattered. <laughs> he, In fact, he mattered so much that he is now equally as strong as Goku and Vegeta. Super Saiyan Blue, Super Saiyan Saiyan Blue, Saiyan Saiyan. Save no, Super no, Saiyan, those, Saiyan, that, that's, Saiyan. Old, that's old news. Yeah, those nobody cares about forms. Super Saiyan Blue anymore. That's so yesterday. Yeah, those aren't, oh. those aren't the, the wave anymore. No. It's all about Ultra Instinct and Ultra Ego now. Yeah. <laughs> and Beast. And Beast. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Beast is currently probably the strongest. Like, Gohan is currently probably the strongest character. Just everyone leap. Wait. Everybody's leapfrogging over each other in power. <laughs> what? Yeah, the but fuck? Gohan is currently like. You would have to do like a crazy Olympic fucking leap to catch up to Gohan right Oh, and they will. You're lying. They will. You don't know what you're talking about. Nope, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't have your Dragon Ball (laughs) science correct. You haven't watched the right YouTube videos. I have. And we'll tell you something. All right, so what do you watch? It's not that strong. It doesn't matter about who. It's about what I know. What did you know? Damn, he knows a lot, I guess. What do you know? That Piccolo is very strong and that he's on the same level as... Goku and Vegeta, mostly because he's orange, and that Gohan is only slightly stronger than the rest of them. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you one way or another, to be honest. Well, I could, because I did research. Yeah, well, Brian's YouTubers, his, his YouTubers don't know what they're talking about. No, I would think... I think Honestly, uh, you're probably right. I Look, these power levels are so arbitrary that, you know... If they tell, if anybody tells me that Gohan is now stronger than Goku and Vegeta, I'm like, fine. Right, like, uh, <laughs> sure. Cool. For all right. <laughs> okay. Can Vegeta, can Vegeta win a, a, a fight? Yeah, uh, can no, we do that fight. first? <laughs> can we do that before we have Gohan automatically leapfrog him? Well, Gohan is like, uh, you don't need to train to be strong, you know, that's his whole thing. Seriously? Yeah. yeah, that's how strong yeah. Gohan was, is that he reached this new level that's... without training for like eight years. His like all he, has to, do, all he has to do is get mad and he's the strongest person in the I'll universe. tell you what, Josh, his his father does not approve. <laughs> At the tournament of power, he's like, Come on, son, stop being a fucking pussy and come save the world with us again. If you like, could somehow get Gohan angry, it's GG. Yeah. Okay. Like the whole Yeah. Kind of, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out, kind of hard to get Gohan angry these days. <laughs> Turns out. <laughs> yeah, all you have to do is, like, beat up his dad, meaning Piccolo. Yeah, or his daughter. I guess that's a good you one. You got to kidnap his daughter, but he wasn't even that mad about that. Yeah, he wasn't so <laughs> mad that he, t- he didn't turn into Super Saiyan Beast when Kit Pan was around. But to be fair, he was like, I probably could handle this in just my Super Saiyan form. I don't need to go Beast yet. He was wrong. Yeah, he was incorrect. But, you know, you live and you learn. Um, was I supposed to have more thoughts or something? I'm, how would we know? How would we know your thoughts? I feel like I already got all my thoughts out. Be yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't know? You didn't get anything from the super dense chapter of information and exposition? It was a cute little chapter. But this was a long ass chapter. That's what I have to say. Yes, this is forty six pages. Yeah, forty six pages of like 
Dragon Ball Super. Um, that it was. I guess uh, I'll go. Um, yeah, I, I like this a lot better recapping it with you guys. I had a better time talking about it than I did actually reading it. Mm. Um, part of, <laughs> I, I, and I don't yeah. mean that to be mean, I guess. I mean, because I, I didn't hate it, but I was like, I, as much as I appreciate these kind of like old Dragon Ball vibes that Toriyama's going for here, I'm wondering if it's like kind of too late uh, for for all of this to like feel like it's actual stakes you know because we're in yeah. the realm of gods and angels now uh tapping into mystic and otherworldly powers uh that weren't even you can't even fucking fathom in the original series so yeah <laughs> like these androids I, and i know i think that's kind of also the point you know that at the end of the day, they're just like kids just trying to be superheroes, but not going super all out because I guess they would cause too much trouble in the city that they're in. They usually fight in deserts and shit, so they can't just go super duper ultra saiyan in the middle of a city, a crowded city. Right. Um, I, uh, my not knowing about Saiyan is like, all right. I get what you're going for here. I guess it's like kind of like the laugh of it all, but you know so many people who can do what what right. Saiyan is doing. Who else could it be? Like, come on. Yeah. You, you're not even going to ask Trump's like, yo, you don't have any idea who that superpowered person is? Yeah, that, you know, the among your family of superpowered people. Um. But yeah. Why didn't Trunks be like, yo, it's me? What? Trunks should have just said, yo, it's me. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> yeah, we live together. It's me. Um, It's also like, for me in particular, I've seen the Dragon Ball Superheroes movie, so I'm not super invested in what came before. I guess it's the story of how Jiro, because the story starts, the movie starts out with Jiro getting out of prison, like, being released from prison so i guess this is the story of how he got there in the first place um mm. i'm wondering if they're going to lead into telling the actual story of superheroes in manga form which right i wouldn't be mad at because i think i like the longer they don't really do that yeah they haven't done that in a long time uh not since like, like since frieza. frieza right but i think like in the in particular this might be kind of relevant if you wanted to tell Gohan's story. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to do that. Uh, I wouldn't mind it as long as they it didn't take very long. I did like the story of superheroes. Uh, there's like a lot of little moments where, you know, Piccolo's training Pan and, um, you know, convinces Gohan to get back on the field and Super Saiyan Beast and all that stuff. Um, I think there's uh, stuff to... I think it, it wouldn't hurt to tell the story if you can. Although, you know, you have a movie out, you would rather... I guess people watch the movie, but, um, yeah, I, 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 I'm just like not super invested in what came before. So, you know, this is more like, it's an enjoyable enough read. It's a cute little story and it's funny in the way that Kira, uh, Toriyama makes little funny, uh, stories here. Mm. It definitely feels like the most like old school, pure Dragon Ball story I've read in a long time, which, I don't mind. 
it's just nothing uh very exciting i guess but it's a it's a cute little story nonetheless like josh and brian already said uh but that's all i gotta say about it uh do you guys have any closing thoughts before we move onward nope all right <laughs> then let's uh, go World Trigger. This is World Trigger Chapter 229, The Away Mission Test, Part 26. Um, Last we left off, uh, we're still in this uh, Away Mission Test, obviously. This is the 26th part of the story. Um and we're they were basically trying to figure out uh, a number of ways for them to uh, advance in the rankings, uh, get some more points uh, that are also like you know kind of aside from the battle sims, which they a little bit figured out in the last chapter. Um, but you know now they're thinking about you know using. Uh, they explained that there's these vid- universal assignments at the end of the universal assignments. There are four separate video uh, clip problems. So, you know, they're thinking they could get extra points on that by using the phone's camera uh, to record the the videos and then, uh, you know, watch them as they do it. But uh, as the operator on their team mentions that they they made it so you can't just record the video on the phone that is provided to them. So, you know, um, that's that that puts a, a pin in that. But Osamu immediately is like, wait. So what if we take a picture of the list of questions that appears after the video clip? And they're like, why? Well, if we take a pic, uh, they're saying if they take a picture uh, from the video problem one, that means that they can set, he can send all of them the questions that are based off of these, this video and divide them amongst the four, the five of them. And then they can mm-hmm. all take turns watching the video and they can all just fill out their assigned questions as they watch it on everybody else's laptop because everybody pretty much gets one viewing uh, per per laptop. So at that right. point, they can get enough answers that they can just share the answers with each other, and uh, that'll get them 20 points per person, uh, reaching a 200-point lead on everybody, um, which is pretty wild. Um that is pretty wild. Yeah. And uh, he's like, well, you hesitate to share this because you don't know if this is against the rules. And uh, Sue was like, well, what do you think? Is it legit or shady? And Osamu takes a minute and he's like, I think it's a legitimate strategy. And she's like, why do you think that? And, you know, he's like, well, part of this is that they want us to uh, is is like creativity. Did you notice that? And he's like, when tackling these things a normal way, creativity wouldn't be an answer. So my takeaway mm. is that leadership was imagining a different creative way of solving these. So at that point, they're right. like, well, there you go. <laughs> what yeah, more? So checks out. Checks, checks out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at that point, Katori uh, asks if they can share the idea with uh, Roku Rose Squad um, because he is not doing very hot. So they do so. Um, and at that point, we cut over to uh, Rokuro Squad, and they're like, "Whoa, this is a pretty good fucking, uh, pretty good fucking strategy." So, are we gonna use it? And Rokuro's like, "Yeah, of course we're gonna use it." Um, 
So they do that. Uh, they also get an email from uh, Miura, who is uh, Katori's other teammate, uh, explaining the omnipenchant thing from um, from the Battle Sims, and it's basically uh, specifically designed for people like Katori, who has made it a point to use the strategies of squads that she's fought and use them in in battles of her own, uh, make them her own in a way. And uh, basically, the omnipenchant thing is a, a list of skills that she's gone up against before and she can basically i guess use two slots more than anybody else because she's basically using the strategy of other people on top of her own like natural skills so yeah that works out uh they're basically like well that would help and um we cut over to kodera's room and there's like a little story about um the operator for, I believe this is Urashima's operator, actually, where she explains that she has trouble with parallel processing um, and she's just trying to find ways to kind of like work their way around it. Uh, and she explains that Urashima is actually usually pretty uh, thoughtful about this and, um, you know, is, uh, is, is really uh, kind of nice about it. So. Yeah, very considerate of his teammate, like, Everybody else in World Trigger. Yeah. Which you gotta love. Uh, yeah, to be honest. Uh, so, yeah. And basically, the battle simulation, the chap this chapter in particular ends with the battle simulations uh, about to start up after everybody's formulated their uh, unique strategies on how to get ahead. Um, and yeah, that's where we cut over to World Trigger, Chapter 230, uh, The Away Mission Test, Part 27. And really, this is just like a bit of a... This starts off with a bit of montage, basically, of using this new strategy. Um, and they basically... Uh, it, not to, I guess, summarize the entire thing and, and spend time, but we have uh, a draw, I believe, on their first match. Uh their second match, I believe, was um, against uh, Kita Zoe squad. Well, they lost to who they win. Oh yeah, they lost. They lost to uh, Ka... they drew with Kakizaki squad. Um, their second match was against Kita Zoe, where uh, at the end of the day they uh, won that one. I think, right? Mm. Oh no, Kita Zoe squad won. Uh, unfortunately again um and yeah there uh we cut over to and at that point osamu is just starting to have a little bit less confidence in the attacks that they got um or in this new strategy they got um but you know uh yeah that would uh, the uh, we cut over to Kita Zoe squad just kind of celebrating. Uh, you know, they're like, they did it. Uh, Somei's strategy was great. Uh, so yeah, at that point, Kikuchi Hara is just like, I didn't I say we shouldn't fo waste our focus on the battle sims? Uh, but you know, it all worked out for them because they got a bunch of stuff, um, going down. And at that point, Kikuchihara is like, you're really cool with destroying Kiku Kikuchihara uh, Katori that badly, especially after she was so down to f down and out yesterday. Um, at that point, uh, the uh, Hana is like, her operator Hana is like, 
well, Yoko will be fine. In fact, this probably lit a flame in her. And uh, Katori's actually hey, like, you, you don't know my girl. She's yeah. uh, <laughs> she's something else. Yeah, um, you really don't get he's it. He's built different. <laughs> yeah, you would you, like the things that motivate her are completely opposite from the normal human. Yeah. Um, and you know, right on cue, huh? uh, Katori is actually pretty happy for her, which is nice. Uh, to be honest, a person who's usually discouraged like uh, Katori uh, is is pretty cool. And she looks over to uh, Osamu, who's feeling kind of down because the strategy that he came up with is not exactly working. But she's like, "Well, what are you so mad about? Sad about? It's this was only our second match. This leaves us plenty of chances to rack up the wins, and that brings up everybody's confidence." And she's like. Right on to the next one, then, and that's where this chapter ends. Oh, that was faster than I thought it would be. Um, and Josh, what did you think of World Trigger chapters 229 and 230? Oh, so recap and both of them. Okay, so I thought it was such a clever idea for them to for Osama to, to divide up them into units, and like even when you look at someone like uh, like um Aki, right? He has all of his like essentially like like damn near all of his own sniper units and then like one other support you know so he's allowing everyone to play to their strengths and then you know i'm glad that they're finally focusing on uh, katora's uh combos with the omni pension they're gonna start fucking wilding i mean they got caught off guard by them grenades them random them random they weren't random grenades but the you know that fake out with the grenades was a pretty smooth uh it was a nice strategy. I, I, I had paused for a second because, you know, in video, I can remember playing like video games and somebody using a really weird strategy, and it's like you know unconventional strategies, can work out, but once you know, what they are, it's like well you know you're not gonna be able to get away with that again, but, you know that's not vi- that's not a sustainable solution, but it's definitely helpful to get a quick win you know, for surprise factor and that'll help them survive another week in the rankings. So I really like how world trigger, um, expresses those little micro stratagems, mm-hmm. so to speak. Anyway. Yeah. A lot of wholesome stuff in these chapters. I, uh, there was something that stood out to me that I can't quite remember. Maybe as you talk about your own thoughts, um, it'll come back to me. But yeah. these are some sharp chapters. I'm kind of, I want to see them really get into the mix of things, but I'm being patient. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brian, what did you think about this chapter? Um, or chapter? Honestly, I, I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm a little over <laughs> these whole test things. <laughs> uh like it's just too complicated for no reason, in my opinion. It's it's oh, I think much. there's reasons. Yeah, but even then, it's I feel like it's taking like a really long-winded approach to getting it uh, across. Like, I think the chapters are kind of interesting, but they're not really drawing me in. Um, because it's it, I feel like it's taking too long to get to the point, mm. essentially. Mm. Um, and. I feel like we've been pretty we've strayed uh, far away from where World Trigger kind of shines for a really long time. <laughs> like 
it's been so long since we've had like world trigger be um like a like what it what it what it usually is you know i really loved like the combat i really loved like the whole yeah rank wars and all that stuff it's awesome and then we get here and then it's just a bunch of i don't know not that (laughs) and it's not really drawing me in at this current moment um but i don't know i kind of hope it kind of picks up a little bit more for me in the future Mm -hmm. those are my thoughts yeah um i have a rebuttal do you mind chris yeah go for it all right yeah yeah so you know i don't always think about this you know but technically speaking when we end the podcast like you know when we finish at the end like each podcast i get to sign off and go about my life you know what i'm saying i don't you know have any major connections going on but christian you're related to Brian. You're related to someone that said just <laughs> these heinous, disgusting <laughs> words about our beloved series, World Trigger. I don't understand, you know, like, I, I don't understand because I don't have to deal with it. But perhaps <laughs> during the process of you expressing your thoughts on the chapter, you could circle back to how, you know, you can articulate what it's like. <laughs> to have someone like that in your life <laughs> that you have to be connected to trust me i could have gone a lot worse buddy i could have said this shit is boring as fuck because that's what it is oh man <laughs> yeah that's right i said it what are you gonna do about it this shit is boring as fuck <laughs> get world trigger <laughs> i'm gonna need you to pick it up all right this shit is boring as fuck it's whack and i hate it just get me to the good shit well, uh, I mean, you you, you said, caused you this, said, Josh. You, you did said, this yourself. <laughs> you said get you said get me to the good shit. Yeah, get me to the all good right, shit. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I'll give my thoughts in that regard. Um, and then you'll circle back. I guess. So. <laughs> um. No, I, I, I really like this chapter too. I'm I'm not I think Brian's putting it a little strongly just because you uh you summon his rage. Um but I I can kind of see where he's coming from a little bit. Like me and you, we're we love this shit. Because we're weird, I guess. You summoned his rage. Because <laughs> we're weird, I guess, and we uh I guess we really but I do agree that, like, you know, there's aspects of this arc so far that, like, are really, uh, really super unnecessarily detailed, probably. Like, like the battle sims being as complex as they are, you know, and um, I guess, like, the more uh, clinical stuff about uh, the the battle sims or, you know, like, the, uh, the assignment, the exam in general uh, can get a little taxing, I guess. The I love this arc for the character stuff and you know what we're getting from all these characters, the little dynamics and the, and uh, the, the developments. And I think that's what this is supposed to be for. Um, You know, it's just building the supporting cast and making sure that um, we understand 
everybody's kind of defined personalities going forward because I imagine the cast is going to get a lot bigger than just Tomacoma 2 going forward. So uh, it's a good way to, I guess, familiarize ourselves with these characters as much as we could before we actually get into like the meat of the World Trigger story, which is the away mission. Um, so I, I, I appreciate it in that sense, and I really love pretty much everything about that, but I... I can see where Brian's coming from and I get kind of fatigued myself when it comes to uh, the very uh, granular portions of this story. Like, you know, how the battle sims work. I still don't truly understand how the battle sims work. Um, and, you know, the the other stuff like, you know, the, the, uh, the written exam portion of it, I get, you know. Um, but I will say this. Uh, I do think that if this shit does end up becoming like relevant in the future, um, this is a good arc to reread, but as it is right now, it, for me, it just doesn't feel like a good, you know, monthly read. No, I can see that for sure. This is a, this is a tough monthly. Cause there's also a lot of information you have to remember month to month. I feel like if, and you know, this is nobody's fault, obviously, but if world trigger was still weekly, like we, the, this would be a lot easier to digest week to week. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, week to week, this would be a decent arc, but monthly, oh my god! Yeah, I think not. it's uh, it's also oh, yeah. us and and us specifically. We read like nine other stories, so and some of these stories are detailed AF as well. Like you got to read Jujutsu Kaisen, and you know you got to understand curse techniques and how the fucking video game in this thing works and 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 how nen and and all the nen and the characters in hunter hunter you know so i guess in our particular case we read a lot of manga every week so it's a lot of uh storage space in our brain to really like uh to understand or you know at least remember the bits and pieces of uh you know speaking of brian's word mean nothing because his favorite series is now hunter x hunter and they do the same thing. So I'm not. Yeah, but Hunter Hunter, usually all of its story. Usually Hunter, when Hunter Hunter has a bunch of buildup and a lot of interesting plot points, it's all about like furthering the story. World Trigger right now doesn't feel like it's cat. really furthering anything. It feels like one big stall. For those of you guys who are not watching uh, the YouTube version, Josh is uh, spelling out Cap with his hands um as ryan speaks <laughs> well let me tell you this though at least uh in hunter hunter when they pull you off onto these like little branch off storylines mm-hmm. they actually can keep you engaged for extremely uh, period long uh, periods of time uh, like the that whole sounds just like world trigger world trigger right now is there's not a lot really going on Oh, there's a lot really going on, Brian. Oh yeah, that's where oh, you're man. wrong. Oh man, I'm I'm that's so engaged in all the things so that are going on. So many things. <laughs> oh, I love the whole. Brian. I love everybody Yo. doing homework and sitting you're there the watching people do homework. Machine, you're gonna be like, oh, <laughs> Yo, Ooh. all those guys right. doing questions yeah. by the teachers that they're giving. They're giving them like, where am I in high school again? Like, come on, why am I? In, why am I supposed to be interested in them solving questions, bro? Well, like, am I studying for the SATs? To be fair, I know you don't have an appreciation 
for a slow and steady pace. However, yeah. you just have to – it deserves it. It deserves your time, and you know that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, You're entitled to your beliefs, even though I disagree with them and think they're poopy beliefs. <laughs> uh, can you write that down, poopy beliefs? As you, <laughs> you got poopy <laughs> opinions, Brian. <laughs> But you, but you're entitled to them. Um, yeah, I don't want to be harsh. I think, I think I understand. I think I want to be harsh. Well, I think what Brian... <laughs> I definitely want to be harsh. You guys give this series a little too much fucking leeway. Well, honestly, no. I, hey Brian, I'm about the way to... that this arc is set up right now. It is, it's just not it. I don't know. Was your favorite manga because Brack broken for two fucking years? Yes. Oh, yeah, no. actually. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Yes, my favorite manga cause back was actually fucked up for more than two years. Actually. <laughs> All right, but he he was like for twelve years. He was past the threshold of of empathy. It's he was like gone for bro, a while. What's going on now? No, I will. I Brian, I am trying to give you a little bit of leeway here because I understand how somebody <laughs> could be kind of frustrated by. You know, there's a lot of things, I guess, in terms of time and pacing and uh, release that are working against World Trigger currently. Um, I'm very biased, and um, <laughs> Brian's wilding for fucking respect. I don't, I don't <laughs> well, think you're shitting on me for having an opinion on it. I'm just gonna keep shitting on it, honestly. All I want here is poop, 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 fart, fart. <laughs> Coming from. <laughs> Yeah, I won't say that's funny because that's what I'm reading whenever I read World Trigger lately too. I don't, he doesn't mean I don't that. Know. He doesn't. You don't mean that. that. You don't. Mean yes, that. I do. I do he mean that. Mean <laughs> he doesn't mean it. Not like that harshly. He probably means it a little. You bit fell asleep while reading it. Honestly, there are a few times where I couldn't even like. It was really tough to get through a fucking chapter. Now you're just. I'm not even yeah, joking about that. It I've, does I've, carry on. It does I've been trying. On. I've been trying yeah. to be strong. I'm letting out all of my pent up frustration on, right. on well look I, I understand hey, I, I'll I'll give you that it may have been stretched out a little too far I mean this is a 27 chapter art but 27 chapters in a weekly series would not be much I guess yeah it is it I is mean what it is. Got 70 fucking thousand pages for Dragon Ball Super <laughs> so I think we could get another 10 pages for World Trigger you know what I'm saying yeah I mean the thing is is that you know he are he is releasing weekly sized chapters uh once a month if, that's if what the that, thing is you know like that's what I'm saying is that you know there's technically less chapters sometimes there's two chapters but not all the time so you know it just it it does you feel the time a little more because it is monthly but I'm sure that if this was weekly, that it would be a lot easier to absorb. And I feel like if you were to read it in a row, you know, like in collected volumes, it would go down a lot easier. Um, some series is tough to read as it's coming out. You know, it'd be that way sometimes. I feel um, I feel Bleach was like that a little bit, where like it's probably a better a bit, read yeah. condensed than it is. Yes. Than it is all in Those... like over the week. Those were indeed the good times, Chris. Um, when I speed reading Bleach. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel as harshly as Brian, but I want to say that I do understand where he's coming from to some degree. Um, I think it is important, and I feel like all this stuff is going uh, to matter, especially in the next phase of the exam where they're, they're actually going to be battling for real. Because uh, this is all about, you know, f forming a team. And it's it's a very, like, 
realistic way to do it where you you force people in a room together and just force them to work together and f- like figure have them figure out solutions it's not about the tests or the sims really it's more about like watching people come up with solutions and you know that stuff can be you know a little especially in the pace that Ashihara is going it could be a little exhausting i could see how that could go honestly actually now that i think about it i feel like a big part of the fatigue that i get from this series is the fact that like is the environment that they're in is that it's all set in these small rooms and there's no real variety there's no like there's just not visually a lot going on it's more like a novel than a than a manga at the moment i feel that i feel that so like i get he's trying to tell like a like a more condensed story but i feel like it's it is sacrificing something and you guys have to admit that there there is something sure being sacrificed here sure i mean you know when you when you have a lot of a, a big dynamic thing where the things are moving around a lot you sacrifice a lot of intimate character moments and you know like progression and story and or like character and you know it, it, familiarization with characters you always have to sacrifice something when you're telling a story but you know, it's all, it's about picking your battles and what you're gonna sacrifice and when. Uh, I I love it for you know what the characters are going through, and I do enjoy seeing them figure this stuff out. But that's just me, I guess. <laughs> uh, I I didn't hear what you said, Josh. I don't know if you're and Josh and Josh. Well, all right. Any uh any rebuttals before we move on? No. Yeah, I'm fighting the urge to head on a train to Williamsburg and throw rocks at Brian's bedroom. <laughs> Brian, you did have some pretty intense fighting words. Hey, I mean, he, he came I at know. me first. Hey. This would have not happened if he did if he did decide to do what he did. Yeah, but you know who Josh is. <laughs> Josh is incendiary. It's about time that, you know, he's been shitting on my favorite series for years. <laughs> it's about time that I get, never I get my fucking payback. Right I get my dues. I've never shitted on Hunter X Hunter. The, he, you did say that was your favorite series, and we have not been <laughs> shitting on Hunter Hunter. I'm not even going to continue to address <laughs> this. <laughs> well, you know Josh is incendiary. <laughs> you know how Josh can be incendiary what sometimes. What does that mean? <laughs> He likes to get a rise out of people sometimes. <laughs> Josh is incendiary. Right, that's, that's a good forward. title name too. <laughs> he could be no, <laughs> and I love that about him. <laughs> but you know how incendiary <laughs> quotes. Anyway, all right. Well, that was World Trigger. Very so, all of a sudden polarizing thing in this. On our show, all of a sudden, <laughs> I thought we were all on the same page here and loving Bla- World Trigger, but so the cookie crumbs, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So... Anyway, yeah. All right, let's move on. Chainsaw Man. Oh yeah. Vroom. Shit. Vroom vroom. Did you read it? <laughs> I did. Okay. I just forgot we was covering it. Nice. All right. 
We only, uh, yeah, this is Chainsaw Man chapter 118 saying goodbye. Last we left off, uh, Asa successfully saved everybody from the Eternity Demon uh, and have had them escape from the aquarium. Uh, and yeah, now uh, Denji and Asa were on their way home and Denji basically asks Asa out for another date and she accepts, which is pretty cool. Um, but then at that point, Yoru takes it, uh, takes the advantage and uses that moment there and then to try and turn Denji into a spinal cord sword. And we were all like, what? But now we start off with this chapter. Asa's hand is on Denji's head and, uh, nothing's happened. Denji is still Denji and he is not a spinal cord sword. And uh, right, yeah. at that point, Denji is like. Denji's spinal cord sword. And Asa just, uh, well, Yoru can't believe it. She's like, the fuck? Denji's spinal cord sword. Denji's spinal cord. She keeps trying it and trying it, but uh, but Denji's not becoming a spinal cord sword. And at that point, she that's when uh, Denji decides to put her head, his hand on her head and go, Asa spinal cord sword. And she gets like, it looks like she gets scared. Like, I'm about to get turned into a sword. <laughs> I think it's even more that she's still in shock that this is like nothing's happening. And then Denji's yeah. just like, that was a cool way to say goodbye. Anyway, see ya. And uh, he walks away. Uh, I really love that little moment, to be honest. <laughs> uh, I think that was so funny. Just Denji being like, also spinal cord sword. Now we have a little inside joke. See ya. Mm. Um, <laughs> right. At that point, uh, Asa is looking at Yoru, who's like, what are you doing? Why did you turn him into a weapon? And uh, and uh, Yoru's like, why couldn't I turn him? You, you hit him off so well, hit it off so well. And he's like, well, that just means he doesn't like me, right? Not that I care because I don't like her either. And Yoru doesn't really know the answer to that. She's just like, no matter. We'll take our time winning the boy's heart while we search for Chainsaw Man. And... Uh, yeah, basically, Asa asks what the deal was with the girl who trapped them in there. And, uh, yeah, Yoru explains that famine, the de the famine devil was, it was her sister, the famine devil. And she says, famine is crazy. So, you know, stay away from her no matter what you do. And she's like, even if she's your family. And she just plops into bed and is just thinking about, like, damn. Uh, Asa is just like, he said all those things, but he still doesn't like me. Even after that. He still doesn't like you? Unbelievable. He's so irritating. I hate yeah. him. I hate him. <laughs> uh, and I guess we cut to the next day at school as uh, Denji's like, I have a super cool ultimate plan. Uh, the local movie theater is running an all-night all movie marathon. Uh, so, you know, there's, we'll watch money, mummy movies nonstop until 2 a.m. for over 2,000 yen. Is that cool? Mm. And uh, yours, uh, now your Asa's like, it costs two thousand yen. I don't know how much that is. And that's like let me look it up. Um, twenty dollars. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's twenty dollars. Why does it feel like it's not a lot of money? Uh, and Denji's like, but you can, but you can watch mummy movies. It's uh fifteen All bucks. US. Fifteen dollars. That's not a bad deal to be honest. As, as expensive movie theater tickets are these days, right? Fifteen dollars for all day movies. It's not bad. That is pretty lit. Uh, yeah, and I was like, wouldn't rental video rentals be cheaper? I don't want to go on any pricey dates, and I'm like, it's fifteen dollars. Uh, so he's like, then he's like, 
okay. Do you have a VCR? And she's like, no. <laughs> what about you? He's like, I do have one. He's like, let's go to your place. It's cheaper that way. And he's like, you want to come over to my house? <laughs> <laughs> and Asa's like, uh, is that no good? We won't have a date then. And uh, Denji's pissed. He's like, Argh. fine, we can watch movies at our place. But under one condition, you have to follow our home's rules. And she's like, rules? He's like, yeah, you, you can't break these rules no matter what. And uh, she's like, what happens if you break them? And he's like, worst case scenario, you break the rules and you die. And uh, Asa's like, what? Mm -hmm. And then lurking around the corner is surgically implanted chainsaw starter man. Dweeb of the century. The weeb of the century. <laughs> save me, chainsaw man. <laughs> save me. I had to surgically. Save me. Man, I have a lot of I have a lot of weeb merch. I I don't think I would ever surgically implant any of my weeb merch on me. Never. I have some weeb merch as well, <laughs> Chris. And I'll tell you this: never, never, never in my life have I thought about doing well, that. Well, most of my weeb merch is is shirts, so I don't think uh, I could really graft it onto my skin like that. But I don't know. Anyway, uh, he's lurking on the corner. He's like, "Did you say die?" And that's where the chapter ends. Uh, Josh, what did you think of Chainsaw Man chapter one hundred and eighteen? There's two things I don't care for. A very short Chainsaw Man chapter and um, a sneaky motherfucker. What is he doing? <laughs> a sneaky motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. He's lurking. I mean, I guess he's interested in Asa after the whole aquarium shit. Like he yeah, I think he reaction thinks he's super cool. Yeah. yeah. So there's something I think he's going to get jealous knows. of Denji. Yeah. She is and then turn cool. into the fake Chainsaw Man. Mm-hmm. No, that's not gonna happen. Maybe not. Um, no, it was it was a cool chapter. Um, I thought it was really funny how Denji didn't think nothing of the whole spinal cord situation, and why would he? That makes sense. Yeah, I guess he doesn't have context yeah. for it really. He doesn't know what that really means. <laughs> you know, like he doesn't know she's the war devil technically, and what her powers are. Hmm. Yeah. Bam the fact that the war devil was just like, yeah, don't don't worry about my sister famine. It is what it is. Try to avoid her. Yeah. Like, yo, I she's not like Asa went out of her way to find her. He found <laughs> Asa and put her in that fucking situation. Yeah. And the eternity devil looked ugly as hell. Yeah. Did it look like that before? I don't remember what it looked like. Brian, do you yeah, remember? I think it looked what the attorney devil? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it did kind of look like that. Oh, okay. We never really oh, saw it like in its full episodes. Yeah, we never really saw Den it in its full body, like just out and about. Yeah, but... Denji jumped into it and tear it apart from the inside, right? Yeah, in the elevator, right? Mm -hmm. Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I started watching the anime. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. They are, it's only subbed. Only it's subbed. only subbed. No, it's dubbed. It's I think it's better subbed. There is a dub, sub. but I think it's better subbed. Weirdly enough, it's like I don't know sub. how far you got in the dub, but I think like the further you go, the better it is. Like Kobeni's voice actress is amazing. In English? Mm-hmm. Or in English. <laughs> I guess in both. Please. I guess oh. in both. 
Well, English is really just Japanese. Yeah. Anyway. I'm a terrible person. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> your thoughts. I tarnished the podcast. <laughs> With those These statements. It's okay. You're not a terrible person. Hey, don't talk about my friend like that. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> well, I think I gave all my thoughts. It was a short chapter, so short, short thoughts. Yeah. Brian, since you absolutely read this chapter, what were your thoughts? Um, I like this chapter. Yes. Um oh shit, I forgot to give something. Uh, I forgot to give an RGC. I guess I'll give this an RGC. This is a monthly one, but sure. Sure. Uh, this is a monthly episode. episode. We should we should be doing monthly ones, but I forgot to do a poll for it. Oh, I didn't think to do a poll for it. But next month. Shameful. I am. I am a shameful, shameful man. So this chapter so does this mean that denji can't be affected by war devil shit well because he's a chainsaw like can devils not be affected by other devils no stuff no well they said it themselves right that he probably just doesn't feel that way about her yet and i believe that he just wants to fuck her that's literally it i mean i'm not saying he's he wouldn't want to date her that but that's where it's at right now. He's just he's lust lusting after her. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. There's no real connection there yet. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, the affections aren't really there yet. So if mm-hmm. Denji gets turned into a weapon, what does that mean? It means he's <laughs> like, dead. What is that? It means he dies. He dies, but does he really die? Because he can't die, right? No, I mean, I think you die if you turn. Yeah, but he can't die, though. Well, the chainsaw devil can't die, so Denji can die. But if Denji drinks blood, he just comes back, right? Well, he can't do that if he's a spinal cord sword. Yeah, but you could just... What if he... All right, so say he becomes a spinal cord sword, and then you put, like, blood into his mouth. No, but he wouldn't have a mouth because he's a sword. Is that how that works? I thought well, that. Well, yeah, mouths don't have swords, or swords don't have mouths. So does so. I'm yeah, except you're unless you're unless you're uh, Napoleon, then you have a mouth. I'm just really interested to see how that would work. How how that whole pan. Well, you've seen Yoru out. turn people into, or you know, living beings into weapons before. They they die. They just die. Denji would die. Technically, he would die. Technically, yeah. Well, Denji himself would die. Pochito would probably live and come go back to hell. Is the Katana Man still alive? No. <laughs> I don't hmm. think so. Nah, that nigga been died. He comes back, you know, during the last arc. Of uh of part one. Yeah, but then they all died. Yeah, then they did all die. Oh yeah. And also um the whole the little sister probably doing some control devil shit oh, in yeah, her that's apartment. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um so that's not Makima, right? No. She's not Makima. Think about it, you know, how like when they reincarnated Oob from Kid Boo. It's a similar process. <laughs> With Makima and this and the new girl, 
Sure. So is so I'm just this little girl. The little girl is still the control devil. But yeah, I'm just interested to see what his relationship with her is. I hope it's not like the same kind of Makima shit. But he seems to have genuine affection for her because he wants to save up money to buy her to to pay her tuition for college. And I don't think that's like a control thing. That's, you think she's killed him before for breaking the rules? He's she's probably killed other people. If if this is even her in the first place. I feel like it's her though. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's a definite possibility. It's like a pretty high chance that Makima reincarnation girl is acting up. I want to see power soon. She's dead. I know. <laughs> She's supposed to reincarnate. She has died. She she is dead. She no, she only reincarnates if she dies in hell. Which we don't know if she has. They need to go kill her in hell. Mm. Yeah, but then she wouldn't remember who Denji is. So Denji has to like be her friend all over again. Yeah, true. All right, whatever. Sad story. It is what it is. <laughs> I'm sorry to break yeah, your dreams down thoughts. bit by bit. Um, no, I I think Christmas thoughts. Yep. I mean, very short chapter, but I feel like there's a lot of like little character moments in it. I do love that like initial exchange. Um, it did put a smile on my face whenever Chains- Chainsaw Man is a very funny manga. So it's it's one of the few mangas that just like puts a smile on my face whenever it's funny. Um, mm-hmm. I do um I do love this like more I guess like I don't know how much in terms of the affections with the swords have to do with anything if that's the real problem, but I do love that this is a more realistic thing about you know f- like having feelings for someone where. You know, especially someone you just met where, you know, you may think you like them, but it's like, is it really true? Is it like, or am I just a desperate person? (laughs) Just true. (laughs) And Denji is the the first person who's ever just been kind of nice to me besides Yoko, obviously. But. Right. um, But yeah, it's, it's kind of nice. Um. I do love their dynamic too, was a straight man and crazy man type of deal um, with Asa and Denji. So, and, and, you know, even though Asa is her own brand of crazy, but it is, um, it's, it's a less overtly goofy one than Denji is. Um, yeah. These rules are terrifying. I don't know what the fuck is going on here. I, I don't think Denji is particularly under the spell of the control devil again, but I feel like the little girl probably can't help it. Or just can't really right. control the abilities that she has to a degree. Um, there's no way to tell. I it's pretty extreme. If you break the rules, you die. So who knows? Yeah. Um, but I'm very excited. Uh, we're, Chainsaw Man doesn't come back for another twelve days, so uh, shit, it's gonna be a little while before we see it again. But I can't wait, nonetheless. Uh, but that's all I gotta say. Any uh final rebuttals anything else nope all right well that was chainsaw man and uh now we're gonna do some questions we're gonna do a couple questions to try to try to cleave our way uh past our little backlog of mike b questions so uh here we go uh, our first question of the day is uh if we placed all of the characters currently featured in shonen jump at the thanksgiving table who would who is the most annoying of the bunch and what did they do to be so annoying? Uh 
I feel like you guys already would know my answer if you know me, but uh, Asta would probably be. Asta, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Asta, for sure. Cool. I'll throw Luffy in there because I feel like Luffy would just be stealing everybody else's food. Mm-hmm. When he's in I his... When he's in his eating phase, he literally he like stretches out and puts his hands on other people's plates. So I feel like I'd like to see. Oh, right. Yeah, he he stretched everywhere. You'd have to kick him the fuck out of the house. Yeah, basically. But those Dime, are my answers. Uh, Damon, for sure. Oh, my he God. He needs to be at that table. Because <laughs> he's going to be talking spicy to every fucking oh body. And he's going to be like, we just want to eat our food, Damon. He's like, you're all betas. And I am an alpha male. <laughs> hey, just so you know, I could fuck you up. Yeah, Damon's little Andrew Tate. Like, like what's wrong with you? I'm the strongest man I in do- the world. I cannot be taken by anybody. I'll box you out. He's like, but did you, but, but, but instead of telling your man to stop playing the game, did you tell him this instead? Did you tell him, <laughs> hey, I think you'd be, you, you, I, I miss your time. I shut the fuck Why weren't you more cure, cr- uh, clear with your man? If you wanted your, him to not be mean to you. <laughs> you sound like a 1920s, like fucking announcer. Andrew Tate is a tough voice to do. Cause his accent is like, yeah, he, it's a little all over the place because he, he grew up. Like he's, he can't make up his mind. <laughs> no. Cause he grew up here, but was raised in the UK. So like, it's no, no, no. He was born here and, and grew up in the UK. Yeah. That's exact. Anyway. Yeah. But that's what he sounds like. He's an amalgamation of a British accent and an American one. But anyway, go for it. Damon would be annoying for sure. Mm-hmm. About you, Brian. Um, let's see. Probably you said protagonist, right? Anybody? anybody. In the, yeah, it could be anybody that we do stuff. Fucking Eisen would be annoying as fuck. <laughs> oh my god! You put Eisen at the kids' table. <laughs> he's a grown. <laughs> a, he's a grown fucking man. Oh. He'd be sitting there just being like, I knew you would take that bite. <laughs> <laughs> I planned it. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't like that one. I knew you would send me to Child the kids' listen. table. I knew you would send me to the kids' table. I set up your parents' in- inception of you. I knew you would pass you, me the you gravy. You were at the table with me because I uh, orchestrated <laughs> the events that led to this outcome. As you pick up that turkey from your plate. From the day you were and born, I sit in, in this in this prison chair, at this kid's table, because he's still in his chair. <laughs> yeah, he's still in the chair, Sama. Uh, <laughs> from the day you were born, I knew that you would pass me the salt. <laughs> uh, all right, I guess that's that question. Uh, the next question, let me pull it up. All right. Uh, he, the next question would be from a different email. Uh, what has been the most disappointing manga development in the last two years? Uh, wow. I don't know. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I've been so, I was so disappointed with the pacing of My Hero Academia. But aside from that, because that's the obvious one, um, I think I did not care. For it doesn't have to be anything major, right? No, no. 
Trying to think, because I don't want to just talk about my hero. It could be again. anything. Because I already talked a lot about that, like why I don't like it. Um, I guess in One Piece, something a, a development I didn't care for was Luffy's fleet, because wow. it kind of that wasn't it, from the last it, it two made years, me it made me like... feel like yeah I didn't I didn't love it. I don't know if that was two years ago though. Maybe no, it I think held a lot longer. It probably was. It was yeah. way before because that would have been dressed. But he still had the fleet right now, so yeah. Not me, I'll let it slide, but <laughs> it's just I like the idea of the crew being tight knit and there not being this whole huge ally battle. I'm open, obviously, to like how it turns out and what type of story Oda weaves out of it. I don't love it. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, they're not around. They haven't actually we haven't seen the fleet in story like, in a significant way outside of cover stories since they formed. Yeah. So, you know, the crew's still tight-knit. Uh, Brian, do you have any uh, any developments you were disappointed in? Um, yeah, it would probably have to be my hero, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, it would probably have yeah. to be. Yeah, yo, yeah, yo. <laughs> yeah, yo, yeah, yo. Um, Brian's it's just the best. They're like, my hero had so much potential, you know, and it still does. Like, you know, they it still has some shining moments or shining spots in the series with the whole Todoroki thing. Um, but it's kind of. Um, falling flat and delivering a lot of the potential storylines that it could have delivered. And it really sucks that, you know, it's going down the way that it is. And, you know, there's no really redoing it. So I I guess the only thing we could hope is that the anime kind of fleshes things out. But even then, I don't really have hope for the anime either. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how things finish off for the series, I suppose. Yeah, I'm trying to think about something that really disappointed me this over the last two years. Um, you know, I don't want to dogpile on my hair academia, although I guess you could count it as one. But I make on I feel like it's the most finish. apparent. Yeah, uh, Josh, what, what was what's your... her name? Dying. Um. Oh man, Dennis Shibuya arc. No, Nobara. Oh, Nobara. Yeah, Nobara. Yeah, Nobara. Yeah, I really. Yeah. Did not like that at all. She could have well, been getting stronger with them right now. She well, we had don't know if she's really dead. It's not really like stated that she died. That's true. It's just implied, but even then, that could be just like a little trick. Oh, Josh is gone. <laughs> he just fucking left. Wow. Where'd you go? I don't know. That's probably all the built-up blasphemy. (laughs) Finally making its way and destroying everything. Yeah. Damn, I'm really trying to think. Is there anything I was really disappointed in? I guess certain aspects of Dragon Ball Super. uh, Oh, shit. Yeah, Yeah. I've been kind of disappointing. I'm not like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm not the biggest fan of, you know, some of the developments in Super. Like, no. I guess I get what they're going for with uh, o- what Ultra Ego is, 
I guess that would be kind of a disappointment where it, it almost like Vegeta has to take a pretty severe ass whooping in order to win in that form. Um, but it makes sense for the character. I understand what they're trying to do, but it's like, man, I just need a W for the. Game. He was supposed to win with it. It was yeah. That's, that's the problem. Yeah. And now it just moment. seems like it's like okay, it's just another run of the mill. Take damage and no, stack no, no. up. I got the perfect answer. Okay. Promise Neverland. <laughs> was that was two that years, two years ago? That's a yeah. That good... that had to be two within two years. When did it nah, end? Hold on, I gotta see where it ended. No, that definitely has to be within two years. You want to talk about dropping the like ball? That that is definitely the most disappointing thing. Yeah, Promise Neverland was pretty sad. Like if it yeah, if it does the two year gap, that was the most disappointing series. Yeah, um, doubt of doubt. Oh man, there's no way to see. Yeah, it it's a it's a bummer. <laughs> That's for sure. There's no other way around it. Doctor Stone was cool. Yeah, no, but man, no. Promise Neverland just folded. Yeah, it did fold. It folded pretty bad. Because it stopped doing what made it good. It wasn't about the content itself. It was about how they went about it. Yeah. I guess that, like, the, the fir- that first arc of Promise Neverland was pretty fucking incredible. I don't know if we were, like, reading it, like, for the show all the way back then, but I don't think we were. Um <clears throat> But man, that was uh that was a crazy time. We I almost wish we were reading it live though, you know, at that time. Yeah, that shit was buck wild, man. Mm-hmm. Uh damn. It is tough. It is tough to pick one. I I'm generally I, it made me realize like how kind of positive I feel about manga in general. Like there's not mm-hmm. there's not been a whole lot that's really disappointed me. I gener I feel like part of this show is that we we generally talk about things that we really like. Um, and, you know, I may complain a lot, but you know, I know some people were disappointed. Oh, that was disappointing. I loved Haikyuu. Yeah, you're right. That was the biggest disappointment for me in the past two years. Damn, not Promise Neverland. <laughs> hmm Damn. No, because Promise Neverland wasn't in, wasn't two years ago. It was more than that. No, it it was. Haikyuu wasn't two years ago. It ended before 2020. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I have the inverse. No, it feeling. didn't end before. It ended June 2020. Yeah, I have an inverse. It ended feeling. before 2020, guys. I, I promise. When did, so, when, why is this saying? We that... wasn't covering it for the podcast. So, Brian, can you look that up? When the like, series. We did ended? cover it a little bit, no? We, we, the show was happening while it ended. I caught yeah, up. We, what? we didn't cover co- it. No, bit. we didn't cover it. We did? I don't think I could have we... sworn there were, cha- there were episodes that we covered Promise Neverland. Oh, Promise Neverland, we covered for it. sure. Haikyuu. Haikyuu, no. No, we no not Haikyuu. No, but we definitely talk about yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we definitely talk about Promise Neverland for sure. It just feels like a long time. For sure, for sure, we talked about Promise. It was a part of our wow. lineup. Okay. All right. Well, well, I guess my answer is like Dragon Ball Super to a degree. Uh, Ultra Ego. Let's just say that. I uh, <laughs> I feel generally positive about about everything we read. It's kind of brutal. Mine was a hot take. Yeah, yours was a hot take. Hi Q. I have the in, I have the exact inverse relationship. Oh, with both of mine then the Hi Q and the uh, and the other one. Yeah, Promise Neverland. I'm I agree with. Hi Q, not so much. 
No, I had another hat. What was it? You Miss never Fleet, finished Haikyuu. I don't know how you can say it's disappointing. You actually never yes, finished. Yes, I did. Oh, I don't think I read the very last chapter. Bro, he got a letter from this kid talking about I'm sailing the seas now. He should have went to the Japanese national fucking team, man. He should have. Well, I'm angry. Is, the thing is, he could have. No, he couldn't have. He wasn't good enough. He, he gave was. up. The whole I'm point. fucking tight about Ooh. that. You got to read it, dude. You got to read what the story is about. He says more aside from that letter. No, basic. It's it's a it's a whole to do to explain. You should just read it and. We'll save it for another time. Hey, you should actually finish a series before you say it's the most disappointing thing you've ever read. I've seen them play the game. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, you know it's weird how you like. It it is a very happy ending. They uh, they essentially kind of like live their dreams. Most of them. Why wasn't Nishinoya's? You know what? All right, let's talk about this another time. Yeah. Anyway, I guess that's it. Then. Right, Brian? Yeah, we could talk about it another day. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for it. Uh, if you guys have any questions that you guys want to submit to us, you can email us at newtripcitypod at gmail dot com. Uh, we still got a little bit of backlog that we owe Mike B, but. Uh, we'll see if we can answer these uh, in the coming weeks uh, but until then uh, that has been our show uh, thank you guys so much for listening as per usual you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram Josh at JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram at New Jump City Josh on Twitter uh, Brian is at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram uh, he also streams streams video games on uh, uh, twitch.tv slash it's punchline uh, you can subscribe to the show itself on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at New Jump City. Jeez. Um, uh, email us at newjumpcitypod@gmail.com, of course. Uh, if you or you can comment, please comment under the video versions of the podcast, whether it's the full version of the pod or the little highlight breakouts we make for you guys every week. Uh, let us know what you guys think about the chapters, what you think about the show, any questions you may have about, you know, uh, our thoughts catch on the first one on our first run around um subscribe to the podcast while you're at it uh subscribing to the youtube also uh helps you get more in tune with our community tab that houses the really good chapter of the week poll that goes up uh between sunday and monday uh before we record of course so you guys can pick your favorite series of the week and we announce it on the show so check us out on that uh if you prefer audio podcasts we're everywhere on audio podcasts uh and every single episode of the pod is on there and uh we usually put the stuff up there first because it's the easiest thing to edit so uh if you want to get the podcast sooner that's the way you do it and yep that's it you guys uh we will see you next week hopefully in our usual timely manner on a monday night and uh yeah thank you guys so much for listening as per usual see you next week stay safe in the drip citizen peace peace out everyone thanks for listening Go Cowboys and Giants. Yeah. Never the Eagles. Never the Eagles. <laughs>